Warning, this episode contains spoilers for the recent Doctor Who episode, Revolution of the Daleks, and may contain spoilers from the previous two seasons. Yeah, it's so good. It's so bad that it's good. That is the wrong answer, actually. <laughs> it's just a wild romp. I am feeling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah! All of them! Hey, what are you talking yourself into? I've tried to talk myself into that. This is what this podcast is for. We're also trying to talk you into it. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into Doctor Who? Again? My name is Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. My name is Jimmy, and when I went to Italy, I had to bring a suit to see an opera, which was very similar to the 10th Doctor's brown pinstripe suit, so I brought a sonic screwdriver with me, and nobody else knew it, but I did. My name is Jeff, and I was the face of the 12th Doctor second sonic screwdriver on Amazon. I'm still very jealous about that <laughs> it's it's like my greatest accomplishment if if yeah. y'all don't know my instagram and twitter uh jeff with 5s and number 27 uh <laughs> profile pictures are me holding capaldi sonic screwdriver much like capaldi did in a promo shot for yes. uh, the sonic screwdriver because i worked at a a company that had the exclusive rights to sell the Sonic on Amazon.com, which then like leaks out to other worldwide markets. So all over the world mm. for a short period of time, whenever I was there, I was the face because people on Amazon, you could request any image to be removed and Amazon will be like, okay, now the person who put it up has to prove why they should have it up. So <laughs> if anybody ever took it down, I would like ticket Amazon internally to try to have it put back up. And then when I left that job, it was gone. But the other picture of my hand holding it the weird way Capaldi held it was still up. Oh. And that day I had gold spray paint on my finger from another project at work. So <laughs> somewhere <laughs> out there, cool. there's my hand with gold spray paint holding the 12th Dr. Sonic screwdriver. And Jimmy, sometimes, yeah. you know, you know how sometimes women wear lingerie underneath their clothes <laughs> just for them. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's what i yeah. pictured you doing just like wearing the suit that nobody <laughs> even knew it was like kind of like a fake science fiction character just with the sonic yeah. tucked away in your inner pocket yeah it's funny because that episode just came out about rent and uh that was the <laughs> opera that i saw was la boheme la boheme so, um yeah so i had a sonic screwdriver with me when i went to go see it so uh yeah i knew Dude. i knew there's there's also one place that it was like a church or whatever, and they had like structures on the church. Of course, it's like this big ass cathedral, and there were like structures on there that looked a lot like Daleks. So I was like, oh cool. boy, is this my time to shine? Cool. Just in case, you never know when you're going to need it. Yeah, exactly. It was, I got to say, it was the 12th Dr. Sonic Screwdriver. I didn't have, or not the 12th, it was uh, the 11th Dr. Sonic Screwdriver. Well, so the, the 12th it wasn't Doctor quite... still had that, but the one that I posed for was the blue one, which is still one of my favorite right. Sonics. I love that thing. Yeah, that's a good one. So it looks like we have a uh, Doctor Who related review. Kind uh, Jeff, of, do you yeah. want to read that? I don't have the review in front of me, but it is from friend of the show, Jess. And on Festivus, yes. uh, which we've celebrated together in the past, uh, she aired her grievances uh, against the Talk Me Into hosts, and she did air a grievance against me, and it was <laughs> it was something along the lines of, and Jimmy, you can correct me if I'm wrong, stop trying to talk me into Doctor Who, it isn't happening. Yeah, that, that's basically what it was, and um, 
Yeah, no, it's it's happening. Yeah, because we're, we're doing yet another Doctor Who episode. We're never going to stop. <laughs> yeah, we will do twenty Doctor Who episodes if it gets Dan throughout the entirety of Doctor Who. Oh, I know. So I didn't say anything to Dan, but I know like you saw him recently. Does he know we're recording yes. today? I told him yesterday. Yeah, oh, okay. we were hanging out. I thought it would be kind of funny if he didn't know, but also if he wouldn't care. <laughs> Yeah, this is also probably the first episode of uh, Talk Me Into that Dan can't listen to because he's going to spoil himself. Is he actually going to? He probably he wouldn't listen to it anyway. Yeah, uh, but I don't think he cares about spoiling it. He's never going to watch it. I know he's not. <laughs> he's just I don't not. know. That, so that's a true. Brief history. If you haven't been listening to Talk Me Into for the last two years. Um, wow. We started the show trying to talk Dan into Doctor Who. He watched the first two seasons of the reboot. Uh, recently two episodes ago because we're we are like eight weeks ahead in recording but this we're recording specially uh mm-hmm. we talked dan into the doctor who christmas specials so we've had yes. three doctor who episodes this will be our fourth this one we're not so much trying to talk people into it we just both love doctor who and we have an outlet and i know that mm-hmm. some listeners like doctor who and maybe new fans will hear this episode um, cause I know when there's a new episode of Dr. Who, I just devour every podcast <laughs> I could find that reviews it, whether I've heard it or not varying levels of quality. Um, and I want to be one of those. I want to be one of the varying levels of quality that no. some new finds. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we are recording this two mediocre to best content. <laughs> hey, some of them I still listen to like the big blue box podcast, radio free nice. Starro. Um, I haven't listened to any episodes about this episode because i want to have my own opinions formed on it same that's that's what we're going to do so at the end jimmy and i aren't going to ask each other if we were talked into it yeah but we'll say like did we like it um maybe we can grade it and also we we did have these three doctor who episodes i will put up on patreon um an episode that a friend of the show dante and i recorded uh, several years ago, it's a full season eight review of Doctor Yeah, from, I remember that. From our old podcast, which was pretty fun because I, I love that season. Um, yeah. All right, Jimmy, anything else to say before we we talk about this? Uh, nope, I don't think so. But uh, again, spoiler warning, we're probably going to be talking about the last few seasons of yeah. uh, Doctor Who a little bit um, ever since Chris Chibnall took over. Um, there's been a lot of, uh, big Dr. Who lore, uh, drops and stuff. So, uh, if you're not caught up and you want to be go watch those. And then when you come right. back, you'll hear us talk about so bef- uh, revolution of the Daleks. Jimmy, I have one question for you before we actually start, because when the last season premiered Spyfall, you and I, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine, Mike went to go see it in theaters. So yes. there was a Spyfall episode we saw. He hadn't seen it yet. He didn't know the master spoiler, which was great. And then I also did um, Spyfall Part Two, which hadn't aired yet. So we saw that. We loved it. We've talked yep. about Doctor Who, and I know we've mentioned the Timeless Child, but like we never had a conversation about the Timeless Child. <laughs> Real briefly, you could just say liked it, didn't like it. We don't have to dig into that. What did you did you like the Timeless Child? I love the timeless child. I think it's such a really good idea of um, obviously it's nice because now like everything is broken open. You have a literal like empty slate. You can fill in with whatever um, you have another character. That's apparently the doctor before she even knew she was the doctor and stuff. So it, it's very interesting and I really like it. I agree with you. I, I love it. I'm not in the the camp of hating it. Like a lot of, 
I don't know. There's a lot of fandoms right now that are going through some shit and Doctor Who is not exempt. <laughs> but yeah, I do love yeah. it. I do have a lot of gripes with uh, Chibnall over the years, but we'll get into that. But I did love the right. Timeless uh, Child. Yeah, so, I, I definitely agree. I think rather than just like, usually when we review a show, we kind of break down like in order what's going on. If you want to do that, fine. I kind of, I didn't really take many notes because it's fresh in my mind. Um mm-hmm. Maybe there's like topics or things we can hit, like we can hit plot, we can hit Captain Jack, the doctor, the prison thing, uh, the mm-hmm. fam, the villains, uh, however you want to do it. So if you want to take the lead, I'll just follow you. Um, I'll probably just give like a quick rundown of what sure. the episode was about. Um, it was basically a retread of most Dalek episodes. Um the Daleks are here. They're trying to basically like genetically manipulate themselves in order to like be on earth and from there the doctor brings in uh other dialects to kind of assimilate them or uh get rid of them and uh that's basically what happens it it was a basic retread with that and then we get a lot of like doctor moments with uh the tardis fam uh i still hate that term can't Um, can't stand it yeah it's it's really bad and since we are jumping around i am glad that they did announce a new companion we'll we'll talk about that in the bit but uh bbc used the term companion which i'm so happy for (laughs) yes it reduces so much cringe in my fandom yeah um uh we we get a lot of good character moments with uh obviously the the doctor was stuck in prison and uh, Captain Jack came and uh, bailed her out after waiting for like 19 years yes. or something like that, which Two is decades. kind of funny. And she was yeah. in prison for 79 years, 80 years, something like that. What's I didn't it? read that, but that's crazy. Yeah, she was um, she was in prison for a long time, which is very important to uh, yeah. one of the things I don't like about this episode. Oh, really? What don't yeah. you like about this episode? Okay, so we end the last season, you know, the, the season finale, the big shebang. And she gets Mm -hmm. taken away and taken to prison, right? And when she goes to see the fam, she sets the TARDIS to right when she left. But we all know, because we've watched Doctor Who, that the TARDIS is wildly (laughs) inaccurate, like Graham points out. So she shows up in real time. So, like, since the episode has been 10 months in in Mm -hmm. our world, and also there, it's been 10 months without her. So every, like... Yaz is going crazy. She's she's commandeered this other TARDIS, which I kind of forgot was still there. Um, yeah, same. That was one I, of my notes. It's like I, I, awesome. I don't even remember. Yeah. yeah, like it's a great looking TARDIS, arguably better than the current one. A lot of people don't like the current one. I happen to like it. Mm. Um, yeah, me too. But she's going crazy trying to find the doctor. It's been 10 months. She just left her. Um, and then the doctor comes back. Sure, she's late. But instead of like embracing the doctor and like, you know, at first being upset, they were like, ah, you left for so long and we couldn't find right. you when we pushed you. Like, they have no interest in, like, she says, I was in space jail. Well, what were you there for? How'd you get out? Like, they don't care. They didn't even ask her. Like, she was gone mm. for 80 years and she came back for them. Right. And they were gone for t- 10 months in their 10 time. 10 months. Yeah. And, like, she, the doctor left Amy longer than that and Amy forgave. Right. Eventually. Yeah, I mean, true. like, yeah, she was upset because she waited so long. Um, right but like yeah i I don't know i just thought that it it wasn't really great and like Mm. uh, i don't know it it almost feels like chibnall has more of a love for classic who than modern who um from what i've heard that it it feels a lot like the classic who moments especially with the companions and stuff i'm not huge into classic who 
Um, I watched, I don't I know, maybe 10 it. minutes. Yeah, yeah there's, there's some good stuff in there, but I'm not like deep into it. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, honestly, all the character moments somewhat felt a little like off. Like, I don't think he really knew how to write Captain Jack either. I thought Which he was is fine. so crazy because like, I don't know if he co-created Captain Jack, but like he wrote a lot of Captain Jack episodes. He wrote a lot of Torchwood. Like he should mm. be more familiar with Captain Jack than anybody. Um, yeah. I, I kind of do agree with you there. I think that Captain Jack's dialogue was written well, but he was just there. He right. didn't, he didn't yeah. need to be there. He didn't do anything. Even the reaction with the doctor, like this is a, this is a character that the doctor hasn't seen in over two regenerations, which were the doctor. Well, like a right. thousand years. Yeah. Know. Oh yeah. Uh, I know. Capaldi was gone for what? Like 2000 years just in, um, that one episode I yeah can't the name and of it. it was kind of like when she saw him she was just like ah you're captain right jack. yeah all right but it wasn't like this big thing even in, in future of the dune captain jack was like oh i gotta see this and he was like a little more excited but it didn't feel right. like the uh the power of those friends being united was really there right yeah and like i've seen a lot of like fanboys talk about uh Oh, he mentioned Rose and the doctor didn't uh, like flinch. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's it's been, I don't know, 3000 years since the doctor's seen Rose. I like, mean, it, it, it has been. But like you. You would have thought maybe just like stop her in her tracks. She was like mid walk when he said that. And she didn't even right. stop. Like was she focused on something else and didn't hear him? Right. who knows. But like the doctor's quick and picks things up. Always yeah, does. I mean, like, the the 11th Doctor didn't flinch when um, somebody said Bad Wolf in the 50th anniversary either. So, But you did see uh, David Tennant like, do like a Bad Wolf kind of moment. Yeah, because it was but. a lot closer to him. So like, yeah, it right. was a Rose reference. There was a Gwen reference, which was awesome. But right. the, the Gwen reference was in a voiceover. Like Jack just left. You didn't even see him leave. And then he's just like on a voiceover. Yeah, uh, he was like, oh, uh, tell Gwen I said hi or something like that. Yeah, because he's but he also said he's going to stay on Earth. So is that more Torchwood? Yeah. Yeah. I saw some people talking about that. I don't know if they will do like a new season of Torchwood, but maybe probably um, not. Yeah. I mean, like this entire episode kind of feels like the doctor's going to be revisiting her past, which I'm super down with. But I have a strong. Yeah, I have a strong feeling it won't get anything until the season finale of season what 13 we're on i have a feeling that season 13 isn't even going to mention anything and then like in season 14 they'll mention it like in one episode (laughs) uh i really hope not that's like the whole moffat thing like i don't know moff there's Mm. so many things from the 12th doctor that are unresolved that never will be um while we're on captain jack he did have i think one of the best uh emotional character scenes in here, we yep. was talking to Yaz about like when the doctor leaves and what the doctor means to mm. him and other people. I thought that was great. And that was that had the most heart in any other scene, even with the doctor and Ryan, I think. And then literally 30 seconds later, Yaz is like, are you feeling insecure? Because you seem to need a lot of praise. It's they just <laughs> had this huge moment. They walk down the street in 30 seconds and right. then she turns on him. So like. Is this a case of bad editing where that scene was supposed mm. to come first and then they evolve and become closer? Or is it just bad writing? Mm. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of feels like bad writing. And there, um, was, there wasn't even another scene in between the scenes. It was one scene and it just I don't yeah. know. It was it was done really poorly. Yeah, I mean, that could have been an editing, but I don't know. I'm how the scene is written. 
I don't know. Right. But yeah, I definitely do agree with that Captain Jack moment. I thought it was great and heartfelt. Um, but it also does feel kind of like a retread of the Sarah Jane episode from uh, season two. I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've seen this before. And like, it's also funny, too, because Captain Jack is from that era, too. So right. it just kind of feels like a retread. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it's always nice to have some um, a fan service. So I, I was fine with that. Yeah, totally. Um, um uh, a lot there there was also like a lot of fan service in the jail too we we saw the silence we saw a, a weeping angel i thought that was cool um whatever that little monster yeah, was from the one of the last well, seasons you know what i was thinking yeah. too like okay that was pretty funny it was you know it was cute it wasn't supposed to be anything special but like right. weeping angels are you know monsters right right there, would you put uh would you put like um a tiger that attacks somebody in India in prison for attacking somebody. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't agree. think you would. It's like a creature. It's not right. You know, it's not a, it's sentient, but it's not like a, a person. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. Ood, yeah, totally. A Sycorax. I can see that even a Pating, right. like the Pating just wants to eat. Like I just want to eat. Mm. You're going to put me in jail for <laughs> wanting to eat. Yeah. I think that was the first, uh, think scene we've got with an ood since david tennant i was like oh i haven't seen one of those in a long time i'm sure there was some in the background somewhere they love to reuse monsters yeah i mean they have the costumes they might as well but um yeah i mean that was pretty much uh i'm trying to think what else happened in the episode there's also um the big heartfelt scene between ryan and the doctor um talking about how i thought that scene was written well but Tosin Cole is a bad actor. <laughs> I definitely like, agree. The character Ryan, I should like, like we'll get more t- towards the fam at the end of our conversation, I guess, but mm-hmm. he's just bad. Like nothing he's ever said. Like I cannot connect <laughs> with, it's like, he's just reading a script. He's not yeah. acting it. He's just reading it. So the words were good, but I didn't yeah. feel anything. Cause he was just like, there he's just not right. good at acting <laughs> i i pretty much agree i mean at, at this point in like his character in his character's arc he's kind of over it which i mean that's what it kind of comes off with it but yeah. i do agree he's he's been a bad actor for three seasons or two seasons so and then, I, I totally agree and then we have graham who's arguably the fan favorite companion yeah. of the last two years he's barely in this episode he just like mm-hmm. leaves because ryan leaves I think yeah. that Chibnall, sorry, Jim, f***ed up bad <laughs> when he made Graham survive Ascension of the Cybermen. Like that scene mm. when Graham was talking to Yaz, that was super emotional. And I was like, oh, my God, Graham's going to die and it's going to be heartbreaking and perfect for Doctor Who. Then he doesn't. Yeah. And then, like, they just bring him back for this. He doesn't do anything in this episode. Right. He's just there. Like, there's so much great. There's so much potential for Graham and Ryan that they just. They put there and then never did anything with because they uh-huh. had like Yaz to work with. And the same thing with Yaz, like Yaz has awesome scenes. Like there's so much potential for her in Spyfall when she's like, she has these inner struggles and then they don't do uh-huh. anything with it. And like this episode, she seemed over dramatic and Ryan and Graham seemed under dramatic. Like, she's I so totally upset. agree with that. Like, dude, fandom wants 
Yaz to like have a relationship with 13, right? Like there's a certain fandom. Right. Yeah. Because that's what's presented to us. That's what's hinted at. And it's never gotten right. there. And nobody acts this way to just a friend. Yaz has feelings <laughs> for the doctor and they're still not doing anything about it. And right. because I'm ranting, like I was excited. I'm like, yes, Graham and Ryan are leaving. It'll just be Yaz and the doctor next season. Then they announce some other white guy. Like, yes who the hell is this first of all i don't even know the guy's name but i googled him and apparently mm -hmm. he's some comedian in britain that's like divisive because he's either like i don't know it's kind of like when james corden was on doctor who i was like mm. who's this guy but twitter's like yo james corden sucks and then i watched the episode <laughs> and i was like yeah like he's whatever but then like yeah. he became famous in america and i was like yo james corden sucks <laughs> <laughs> like i think yeah. he's like that dude he's just like some like mm. hack comedian and he's gonna be a full-on companion too so we yeah. get a whole lot more and of i him. mean i i saw some stuff on twitter some people were saying like they think that graham was supposed to stay but he didn't want to so they just got a replacement old white guy <laughs> <laughs> i could totally see that yeah it, it's unfortunate what they did with graham um because yeah he he was probably my favorite too and uh, Yaz felt like totally out of character how like upset she was about the doctor not returning and stuff and yeah. I was like I don't remember this like obsession with the doctor no, like, there was like... I get, after like 10, 10 months I could I can kind of see that but on the other hand like I mean you got to move on at some point but I like Yaz she should have had one season and been done Ryan and Graham mm. should have had one season and been done this yeah. two season spaced over four of our earth years is just yeah. too much jimmy it's just too yeah. much um, i agree all right i mean they're all they're all very arguably bland they're they're the worst companions that have been on doctor but Who, they don't opinion. have to be that's my right. problem like they set them up there are things there that could be expanded on with good right. leadership and yeah like yeah chibnall's not going to write every episode but it's the person in charge that okays bad scripts <laughs> yes or like agreed. and next season's going to be shorter because of covid but like people are like oh maybe that means that they'll pick only the good episodes no they won't 80 percent no. of them are just going to be crap <laughs> right we know yeah we know this it, yeah th this uh every i mean we're, we're fans of obviously we're huge fans of uh jody whitaker as the doctor we all we both yeah. like her a we lot do. um uh, but yeah, ever since she's been the doctor, it's been extremely hit or miss. Like, and like the hits are like are good, but they're not like amazing. And like they're not people, like a lot of people say, and they're not totally wrong that that's what happened with Capaldi. Right, great doctor, terrible scripts. I mm. love season eight of Doctor Who. Almost every episode there is mm. great to me. Like, and, and Capaldi's just awesome. And season nine, I thought was was good. I, I wouldn't say it was as good as eight, but like, mm -hmm. I mean, my, my favorite episodes, heaven sent, like that's right. my favorite episode of Dr. Who. Like, yeah. yeah, that's not bad writing. That's amazing. And that's amazing right. acting. There hasn't been any of that for the 13th yet. There's been stuff I love Agreed. and stuff that Agreed. is forgettable and stuff that I don't like at all. But I think that it's more warranted for this doctor than previous doctors. People even say that about yeah. Matt Smith, and I think that season five was incredible. Oh, yeah. Season five is great. Season six, I think, is my favorite yeah, doctor. I, I season. like season six a lot. I like him all. Yeah. I don't like the first half of Clara's season, but whatever. Um, yeah. Same. So before we, I, I do want to talk about the doctor more, but before we get there, the villains, right? So you mentioned mm -hmm. in the beginning, I thought this was cool. They brought back the resolution Dalek. 
and mm-hmm. the government reverse engineered. It's not a new idea. You know, that's been like a thing in real life and right. in uh, the Transformers <laughs> franchise. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, this dude, Leo, he's a scientist. I know him as Curtis from the Misfits, which I'm going to be talking oh. to you and Dan into. I've been thinking about that the last couple of weeks. Um, oh. He's a scientist that's been his company has been acquired by uh, this Robinson dude who was in Arachnids in the UK, which I was like, should I watch this episode for more context? And I was like, I don't want to watch that again. So I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's kind of like Trump. If Trump was a little more capable. Right. Right. That's, yeah. That's what I didn't. I didn't remember him at all. I just referred to him as Joe Businessman because that's all I know him as. And then we have like this UK Secretary of Defense who then becomes Prime Minister Joe something or other, um, which was fine. Like the government was doing a shady deal for arms and they use this alien technology. I thought that was cool. I thought it was cool how they didn't know what Daleks were. They just had this technology reverse engineered it to weaponize Mm -hmm. it. But they like didn't know that there were like lasers and stuff. So they put like water cannons and tear gas. Right. And, uh, you know, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's political. And that's what science fiction and Doctor Who should be. I like that. Right. Uh, It's satire. The weird thing I thought about just how this episode was made was the prime minister was in front of 10 Downing and she was giving a speech. But there was like no reporters. There was like no news (laughs) flashes. It was so weird because it's not like it was campy, but not like early Doctor Who campy when, you know, aliens were invading all the time. It just felt strange. It felt like. Yeah, it felt like she was in front of a green screen and I don't think she was. It looked like a real set. So I was like, I don't know that. Yeah, it felt off to me, too. I agree. It was just strange because like I do. I do like the camp in this episode because it's Doctor Who. Right. So when you Mm -hmm. have like captain jack saying you turned them into you turned humans into liquid food for the daleks like that's so stupid but that's why i <laughs> yeah. love the show like it's great right um i did think it was cool how the doctor uh pretty much baited the real daleks into coming to earth which is super dangerous um mm-hmm. to get rid of the the phony imposter daleks the cloned daleks right um but like if you were really digging into it like would the doctor have done that so quickly or without like hesitation? I don't know. Mm. It seems a little out of character for the doctor for, um, as soon as, uh, captain Jack was like, Oh, you're doing the thing that you don't want to do. I was like, Oh, is she going to with the timeline? Sorry, Jim. And, um, (laughs) I thought that was like, yeah, I was like, Oh boy, we haven't had one of those like instances in a long time. And she didn't. And then even like reference going back in time and like trying to go back, 10 months earlier so she gets to be with the fam again um i was like oh that would be cool if she did that but like she didn't so yeah and i was like okay i see that but then like they have that dalek face off on the bridge and i was like this is cool dalek on dalek crime and then all of a sudden like the next scene when jack and graham and ryan are on like the dalek ship the daleks come back and they're like we have destroyed all of the impure daleks (laughs) and i was like oh okay (laughs) yeah like it was it was a minute and all of a sudden there's just one yeah. left. No, I want to see the dogs fighting. Like, I don't know. It, it just <laughs> seems like it was written yeah. like a radio play almost like they didn't show much. Mm. Like all of this was, and this is a Chibnall problem too. Um, and when the doctor had all the dogs going into the TARDIS, I was like, Oh, this is so corny, but I had forgotten about the second TARDIS. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. But then I'm like, would the doctor have really like wasted a TARDIS? Like those aren't, you can't just go to a store and buy a TARDIS. Mm. Yeah. It, it, it kind of felt like Chibnall trying to get rid of the second TARDIS. He was like, I don't know what to do with this. So I'm just going to get rid of it. I was like, oh, I'm... this entire episode was just but made the thing that sucks too is that. like, I like the way that TARDIS looked a lot and a lot of other people loved it because it was classic mm. mixed with modern. And now it's just right. gone. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's gone. It collapsed in on itself. But yeah, I mean, the switcheroo was kind of cool, but you know. Yeah, everything just happened. It seemed for an hour and 15 minute episode, everything happened so quickly. Mm. And it was also very weird, too, that uh, I don't remember his name, I, uh, referring to him as Joe Businessman. Yeah, Joe Businessman. He was basically, yeah, um, he was just like, oh, I'm going to go side with the Dalek. And the doctor just lets him. I was yeah, like, that's weird. It's weird. And it's also weird because, like, obviously he's written as a Trump, like, stand in. Um, but right. like he is more capable and he is more savvy. Uh, and, and I don't know, like he seems like really surprised by being inside the TARDIS, but then he's in mm. front of like robots from space yeah. and he's fine with right. it and he's trying to talk to them. And then at the end, all of a sudden he's just like being interviewed on TV. Like he saved the world. I don't know how they made those connections. Like he's mm. just all of a sudden the savior and I get it. It's trying to say like, Oh, whatever Trump does, he gets rewarded for. So whatever right. this guy does, you know, this dude's going to show up as the president in a future Chibnall episode. You oh, know yeah. it. He's coming back. Like he has to, he set right. that up, which mm. sucks. You think he's going to be like a big villain in the next uh, season? I think he's going to be a villain. I don't think he's going to be like a big one, but he's told dude, if they brought him back from Arachnids, mm. which is a throwaway episode, and mm. they set him up like to be on the news and like be this bumbling idiot who is I can gonna, see that they even mentioned running for president. Like he's he's definitely coming back. It's just Chibnall would do that. Mm. I could definitely see that, too. Um, Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think I have anything else. I, I mean, I was I was surprised that Graham and Ryan left. I didn't know it was announced or anything. They said, was that, it? yeah, I mean, they kind of. I think it was announced that they're not renewing their Doctor Who contracts. And then like a week ago, BBC was like, some of the fam won't be coming back. Oh, but okay. I thought that this was so poor. Like I said before, like they missed their mark to get rid of Graham. Ryan should have been pissed after Graham died. But and I get Ryan's mm -hmm. like, no, I'm just going to leave. Like, F you, doctor. Sorry, Jim. But then Graham's <laughs> yeah. was just like he hesitated eh, for a too. little bit. But he's like, no, I want to be with my grandson. OK, cool. I don't know. Like, you don't yeah. have to kill every companion. But like. It didn't seem emotional. Like the doctor was sad, but like, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I, I think they just missed the mark big on it. The whole the, yeah. the two year arc with these characters is they just they just fucked up. Sorry, yeah, Jim. I definitely agree. Um, And Yash was just like cool with it. She's like, eh, whatever. I'm with the doctor. It's like you've been traveling with these people for for like two years. You're not going to be. Uh, but whatever. I have a hot take, Jim. Yeah. Hot take. So I think my, my take, this might not be a hot take. This might just be a take. I don't know. I haven't been on Twitter too much. Um, yeah. This was the least inspiring performance by any actor to portray the doctor that I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I probably would agree with that. She was very mediocre in this episode, unfortunately. The doctor and Jody, Cause like why we mentioned, like I do love her as the doctor. I mm -hmm. think that of the new doctor, she's my least favorite. Um, but I still think she's brilliant and I've, yeah. I've been supporting her since her first scene. I think that she's great. Um, and like we said before, she's been stuck with a larger percentage of poorly written episodes than any other doctor, but even in the bad episodes, even in like orphan 55, which is mm -hmm. arguably the worst of Chibnall's era, like yeah. there's still moments with her that are great. Like her character right. just shines through the crap script. There was the, the last season year. finale was fantastic. I loved it. She was it, yeah. really good. Yeah, she was. She great. was really good in that season. Across from the master, Sasha Duan, like they were awesome. Yeah, um, right. And I'm not entirely sure that the blame can be laid 
totally on her because this script didn't offer her any of those moments. So even if she mm-hmm. could have, there were no moments that she could have taken and like chewed up the scenery. Right. This wasn't a doctor episode. It wasn't a companion episode. It was barely a Dalek episode. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Like it, it was, was an episode about Joe businessman, but it wasn't even festive. Like, uh, there were so right. many Christmas episodes where it had nothing to do with anything, but it was super Christmassy. And I'm like, okay. Right. And some, they said new happy new years once, once to yeah. yes. Like, yeah, whatever. It do- I don't care. It doesn't have to be, but like it didn't have anything. Dr. Who, right. like I, I, I don't know. Um, and it sucks. Cause I wanted, I want to like her so much, but um, it, it's like Chibnall who wrote this episode didn't write the doctor he just wrote a generic hero from like a generic cable primetime tv show like the blacklist or just like right. just like it could have been any show any character yeah i i mean like a like i was saying uh she said that i was in prison for being me i was like oh we're getting into this and then they didn't yeah it I'm, was like, I'm glad that it was mentioned and like yeah, she's had 90 years to reflect on it. But, like, even in prison, it didn't seem doctory, right? Like, okay, we, right. Were, we were shown the 90 years, uh, 90 years later, however long it was. Mm-hmm. We sh- we were shown two days of her waking up. But, like, I would have liked to see day one, her trying to escape, being frantic, jumping all over the place, talking mm-hmm. to herself, picking things up, looking at them, trying to devise Agreed. a plan. Maybe she did, but we didn't see that. And maybe right. over time she got worn down. Yeah, ninety years is nothing, and you know, multiple yeah, thousands a of time words live. But yeah. it's still like two years to us, right? You know what I mean? Like maybe she did get tired, and she was just like, "Whatever, this is where I am until I'm not." <laughs> but right. like we didn't see any of that. Like Capaldi wouldn't have sat there; he would have been fidgeting with something. You know, the Ninth Doctor would right. have not <laughs> sat down until he found his way out. Um, exactly and the fourth doctor would have like tricked somebody into letting him out (laughs) (laughs) yes but like we didn't see that so i don't know yep Uh, yeah i totally agree with that and uh it's unfortunate it 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 really feels like he just doesn't know how to write doctor who which is really unfortunate because he's a showrunner i mean we all kind of knew that before he was a showrunner because he's written doctor who before but um i didn't i don't hate him like i said before there's stuff i love he's fine yeah like all right the unfortunate thing is he he has the negative qualities of russell t davies and stephen moffitt all in one person in my opinion that's a that's That's my hot take that's a hot yeah all right jimmy so how are we wording this like do you like (laughs) it do you want to rate it first i guess um we should say if we liked it or first not Uh, um okay I'll, i'll give my my take is I thought it was okay and I think it's fine. Like it did I like it? No, but like I thought it was a satisfactory Doctor Who episode. Um I thought I mean like I'm a sucker for Doctor Who fan service. Like we got Captain Jack in this episode. We had a whole bunch of uh past monsters we haven't seen in 10 years. I thought that all that stuff was kind of cool. Um he definitely knows how to throw those kinds of things in to make you go like, ooh, like honestly, a rose mention is always going to get like a little bump up for me. Um, I hate to say that because I'm, I'm an awful fan, but whatever. Um, but yeah, if I were to give this a rating, I would probably give it a C minus. 
I think that's probably where okay. I am. I was going to go yeah. one to ten, so I'm going to keep my one to ten. <laughs> okay. So we can C- both just have two C minus is systems. like seventy to seventy. So like a seven, seventy two, seven point two. Uh, <laughs> out of a scale of one to ten, I would probably give it like a a five. Ooh, that's like an it, F. it's straight that's down in the F. middle. Yeah, that's a all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. All right, I'll do one to ten. I I'll give it a six. Um, okay. I think five is not not nice to give it because um, because <laughs> I think to me five is there's nothing bad there's nothing good it exists but there was mm. some good in it. Um, it's not an episode that I would put on just to watch. Like if I did, right. a, I'll rewatch. Yeah, sure. If it's on TV because like it's going to be in a festive marathon right. at some point. Yeah, right. I'll watch it. Like I don't hate it. It wasn't mm. terrible, but it wasn't like it wasn't great. And does it have to be? No. But because there is a milestone of companions leaving, I think mm. that it should have held more than it did. And I agreed. Companions leaving and a fan favorite returning for the first time in uh, 12 calendar years. Like, I don't right. think there's been new Torchwood since 2011. Mm. Um. Or maybe I don't think he's been on Doctor Who since 2009. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that the the targets that it was aiming for uh, failed. Mm. Yeah, uh, I would definitely agree with that. That being said, I cannot wait for season 13. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I am really excited for new Doctor Who. Like, don't get me oh, wrong. I, I was am. stoked. Uh, yeah, I, I was stoked for this new episode. Yeah, so, so um, I um I had I had family that was visiting. They couldn't visit for Christmas, so they visited a week late. So I had family mm-hmm. that was over, and I had I went upstairs to my room and just watched it on my phone so I could watch it. Mm. Um, and then later that night, when it was re when it was airing on TV, I had put it on just to put it on. And my mom and my wife's grandma were here, and mm. it was almost better than watching the episode. Who's the Doctor Who? Is it an inspector? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and I didn't really say anything just because I wanted them to work it out themselves. But like Lindsay yeah. was helping too. And yeah. it was just great. And then Lindsay's like, oh, the doctor's a woman now. And then they just showed the president who, or the prime minister who was a woman. <laughs> is that the yeah. doctor? No, she's blonde. And then like <laughs> the next non-blonde woman, is that doctor who? Are they an inspector? Are they a good doctor or a bad alien? It was great. It's really good. It lasted yeah. five minutes before I just had to turn it off. But <laughs> it was very used, I... fun. I, I sort of miss having uh, the, the Christmas specials living with my mom because she would have to watch Doctor Who with me because well, we that's what this was America. Too. Yeah, this was my right. Christmas was just a week late. So this was right. like watching it on Christmas again, which was very. Fun. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, my mom doesn't mind Doctor Who. She she sort she does ask me a million questions. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's a lot. But which is fine. You know. Like the only time I watched a new episode with my mom was um, Into the Forest of the Dead, which is my least favorite Capaldi episode, or whatever it was mm. called. I don't even remember. Um, it right. was bad. So when she's like, this show stinks, <laughs> I'm like, you're right, it does. <laughs> and she's like, I don't like this. Who's this man? And I was like, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> That's awesome. And she's like, this is that show, Doctor Who, that you like so much? And I was like, no, Mom, don't think that this is what I like. <laughs> Yeah, not, don't attribute it to this. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, well, Jim, this was fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Due to our recording schedule, um, tomorrow our Blink-182 episode's coming out. Yep. And then next week, our 100th episode, 
Very oh boy. cool. It's it's a good one. It's one of my favorites. And then I am uh, not on. I'm taking maternity p- paternity paternity leave. I'm yeah, taking, you're a mom. Congratulations. I'm eternity leave. I'm done with this. Yeah. Show. Um, <laughs> yeah. So these were recorded months ago, but we just wanted to hop on quick and talk about Doctor Who. I know this is the first time we were recording in quite a while. Yeah, so. it is. It's all wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Am I right? Okay, fellas, you can check <laughs> us out on uh, www.talkmeinto.com. You can check out Dan on Twitter and Instagram at Danny underscore breakdown. You can check us out on Patreon sometime this month. I'll throw up that <laughs> Doctor Who episode I mentioned. All right. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at J-E-F-F-F-F-F-27. Jeff, that's the number 27 where I'm holding a sonic screwdriver. That is the official picture that was on Amazon for years. <laughs> Yeah. Jimmy, where can people find you online? You can find me at Son of a Fitch, S O N N A V A F I T C H, on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And maybe I'll throw up a picture. I have a picture from my yearbook where I was holding a sonic screwdriver because that's the kind of person I was. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? Doctor Who Season 13. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Dan. We need another Talk Me Into Doctor Who episode. It's Dan's fault. If he just liked it and finished it, we wouldn't have to do this all the time. (laughs) Come on, Dan. Watch Doctor Who. Jimmy and I give it a five and a six. (laughs) (laughs) She knows it.